And now, a man who got not one, but two shout-outs from Donald Trump on Saturday night at Cipriani Wall Street. He's Sid Rosenberg. You know that, Sid, right? There is a slight difference. If you want, we can talk about it, but let's not bore the audience. And this... I could be indictment-proof right now. I don't think they can do it, Sid. I don't think they can do it. Is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Looks off to the left, and he fires it off there. Intercepted! Jack Skorowick! Touchdown, Raiders! I don't believe it! Holy Toledo! The Washington Redskins went to the pink tank once too often with that one. Heisman, a look off to the right, a swing back out to the left, and Skorowick, the second-year linebacker, saw it all the way, and grudgingly, he doesn't want to do it, yet Tom Flores just smiled. Bill, I'm flabbergasted. I, I cannot believe that the Redskins, back on their own 12-yard line, with 12 seconds to go in the half, would do that. You know, you're such a douchebag, Lou. I didn't play that to embarrass my friend. I mean, let me just say this. Between 1974 and 1985, Joe Theismann distinguished himself as one of the great quarterbacks in the league. He was not good. He was great. And any quarterback who goes to any Super Bowl is great. Super Bowl 17, he helped the Redskins along with John Riggins blow out the Miami Dolphins at the Rose Bowl. 18 was rough. I get it. Marcus had a big day. The only reason why I played that, and I know Joel will appreciate this, is because the guy that made that play, Jack Squirek, died yesterday. I, that's big of you. <laughs> I'm sure Joe Theismann feels badly. I always liked Joe Theismann. You didn't care about Jack Squirek? No. Jack Squirek. <laughs> well, he's a mortal enemy of, of mine, the Giants. I mean. Was he? Oh, Theisman was. Yes. Good morning, Margo. How are you, sweetheart? I love you. The great Margo Couch Matiti's looking beautiful as always. Good Monday morning. I'm sure Joe feels terrible. You know, Joe's the type of guy. By the way, Joe felt bad for Lawrence Taylor. You know, when Joe was a guy who was who was writhing in pain, laying on the ground, and his brilliant career was over, he felt bad for LT. Joe's a good guy, unlike you. You are a horrible person. How can you feel bad? You just for, are. You're just a LT. horrible person. God. So the uh, the Redskins. I don't call them the Commanders. I don't care who's mad at me. Even even Joe. I don't care. The Redskins fired their coach this morning because he sucked. Ron Rivera. So he's the second coach to get fired. The Falcons fired uh, Smith. He sucked too. And uh, now Washington uh, needs to to get back to where they were when Theismann was there. And then he went on to have this great TV career. I thought he was terrific on ESPN. And he's been coming on my show for years. And he's a great, I'm serious now, a great entrepreneur. You see Joe Theismann on CNBC, Fox Business, because he left the NFL too early, I'll admit that. He got hurt. And he was smart with his money. He's got restaurants, all kinds of businesses. So here he is, the former Washington Redskin great, as we start the NFL playoffs this weekend, Joe Theismann. <laughs> Hey, Sid, have you ever heard the term open mouth, insert foot? <laughs> I have, and that's why I've been so successful during my career. Very, I, I learned from the applicable. best. <laughs> very applicable. You talk about, first, you, 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 you couldn't find one other clip to play. Right? Not, 
Now you're saying you're not responsible. It's your it's 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 your show. No, right? I, I I actually let me say okay. this. When I got the news that Squirrick died yesterday, I couldn't call my yeah. producer fast enough. <laughs> no, no. I uh, as a matter of fact, I I've been in touch with uh, Jack's wife uh, over the last. I know he's I know his health was failing, and um, and you know it's just you hate you know you hate to see anybody pass. You know yeah. it's our our business is our business really is one big family. You know, we all put on different uniforms at times. We all compete. You know, everybody talks about, well, I hate this, I hate that. Nobody hates anybody. Everybody just wants to win. That's all there is to it. And, and you know, Jack, uh, you know, Jack had his moment in the sun. I mean, I, I got him. I got him on the cover of Sports Illustrated. What can I tell you? Was he really but on I, the? He was on the cover because Marcus Allen had the big day that day. Yeah, but that was. I think that was the play that really turned it. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, because, you know, Marcus was – and Marcus and I are still dear, dear friends. And every time we get together, he just holds that ring up and says, oh, hi, Joe, how are you? And it's like, okay, we don't need to go quite this far. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to – well, to the, on to the business at hand, it's going to be, first of all, a terrific game tonight, I think, between Michigan and Washington, which ends the college season, which, you know, there used to be amateur sports in this country. Uh, now we don't have it. Because they're offering NIL money to high school kids, and of course the colleges have gone uh, off the rails as far as paying guys. Guys, guys can't afford to leave college anymore. It's true. It used to be you couldn't yeah. afford college. Yeah. yeah. Now you can't afford to leave. No, I mean you're right. Some of these quarterbacks, some of these quarterbacks are making like a million dollars. I mean, of course, you were a great quarterback at Notre Dame. Everybody knows that. And and uh, this kid Riley Leonard. Well, I like a lot. He spent the last couple of years playing at Duke. He now comes to Notre Dame because Sam Hartman, who came to Notre Dame from Wake Forest, he's moving on. He's one of about 20 quarterbacks that are moving on and getting paid big money to go to new schools. What the hell is going on, Joe Theismann? Well, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to figure out. And they've got, they've got to get some kind of control on it. And I, also, I, was, I guess I heard about a month ago or maybe a little less, that some of the bigger schools, I think the NIL, the NIL money now comes from uh, sponsors. They come from alumni. They come, you know. But now they're talking about the schools paying the kids, and you know, it, it's like it, it's it's totally gone crazy. It's it's the same thing with the portal. If you don't like it someplace, don't compete for a job. Just quit and go someplace else, and then go someplace else. And the problem with that, you know, the NIL money, it. it it's just totally out of hand. That's that's an issue for, for us to do a 15-hour show on. <laughs> the portal is another problem because yeah. if you're a college coach, Sid, how do you recruit anybody? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because, because the person you recruit is probably going to wind up leaving if he doesn't play. or he, You know, all these kids think that they're really good without any foundational training, which is, I think, in college, and, you know, I know that's where the foundations of me being able to play the position came. So you think you're good. Everybody tells you you're good. You're a five-star or four-star, and you don't like what you see and say, okay, I'm going to go someplace else. There's more more money for me someplace else. You know, I, you know Bo Nix moved from, what, how many different schools? You see different guys that have gone different places, yep. and then we get the product in the NFL that has no foundational training, and you wonder why guys don't succeed. Yeah, the quarterback play in the NFL was really down this year. I mean, the greats are still great, don't get me wrong, but the play overall is certainly down. I mean, this kid, DJ, uh, he's at his third college. He just went to Miami. He was at Clemson. He's been all over the place. Three colleges. A lot of these kids 
go to two. But but you're right. I mean, coaching seems to be kind of a lost arm. We've got great coaches in college. I mean, Nick Saban, one of the greatest of all time. You know, Dabo down in Clemson. In the NFL, you were lucky. You know, well, you were drafted by Don Shula, of course, but you played for Joe Gibbs, one of the greatest coaches of all time. But but people of this generation are quick to say, no disrespect to Shula or Hallis or Brown or Landry or Gibbs, the greatest coach of all time is Bill Belichick. I could argue that. I mean, the guy that actually mentored him, Bill Parcells, had success in four different cities. But if you want to agree with Belichick, that's fine. Uh, with that said, do you think that's a fair assessment, and do you think his days in Boston are over? I think his days uh, I think his days in New England will be decided by he and Mr. Kraft at a meeting very shortly. Um, I know um, Bill's been linked to – I think Bill is truly one of the greatest. But, you know, you, you have to put – I think what gets lost in all of this greatest of ever kind of conversation is the different eras that people have coached and played in. When you talk about players, when you talk about coaches, um, the game is ent- our game is entirely different today than it was when uh, when Shula coached or when uh, George Hallis coached or when Lombardi coached. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. I mean, to just emphasize what Joe was saying, Don Shula's Dolphins went undefeated, and the game they beat uh, to w- the Washington to beat the uh, to win the Super Bowl, going to beat. Yeah, Greasy threw the football seven times. Seven. I know. Well, in that particular year, Earl Morrill was the uh, quarterback for nine of those games. Right. Right. And they, they they had three running backs. They, they had Zonka, Mercury Morris, and Jim Kick. That's right. And then Don Shula went and got Earl Morrill when I didn't go to Miami in 71. Wow. There you have it. So, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you just look at it. But as far as, coach, as far as Bill goes as a coach, I think he's the best. And, and, and everybody, every coach is linked to their quarterback. Bill Walsh with Steve Young and, and Joe Montana. Uh, Coach Shula, you know, the job that he did with their defense down there, that's a little – and then Greece did a great job down there as well. But, I mean – Yeah, Dan Marino in, too, pretty good. That's right. In this day and age, in this day and age, if you don't have a quarterback that can play at an efficient level, and you see it with Brock Purdy in San Francisco, you know, you know, you, and, you know an exceptional athlete like Lamar Jackson, these, are, these players are far and few between. So uh, you you have to have, and Ron Rivera said it, I think, in an interview I was listening to before the game on Saturday, um, you're linked to your quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, you're going to struggle winning football games, and your time where where you are coaching is going to be But, but you know what's funny about what you just said? Because you're right about that. You can't argue that. This is the great Joe Theismann. But let me give you your former Hall of Fame coach, for example, Joe Gibbs. Now, we had you for the better part of a decade, and certainly – uh, you were a magnificent quarterback and went to two Super Bowls. But if Jay Schrader, if Jay Schrader finds a way to beat the Giants, he wasn't going to that day, trust me. But if he does, 
you're looking at a, at a coach who would have Joe Theismann, Doug Williams, Mark Rippon, and Jay Schrader. Four different quarterbacks in the Super Bowl in less than 20 years. But he adapted the system, Sid, to each of our individual talents. Gotcha. That's the genius of Joe. Now, I, you know, everybody talks about, will Bill Belichick stay in New England? If Bill does leave, and I don't know either, you know, it's like, who knows? But if he leaves, I promise you, he's not going to go someplace that doesn't have a quarterback. Because he's lived that for the last two years. Right, right. He's, he's lived with trying to find an answer to that position. And if he does leave uh, on for some reason, he's I can't see him going someplace and drafting a rookie, because he did it with Mac Jones, and, and hoping at this stage of his life, at this stage of his career, and he's, he's a career coach, that's what he is, I can't see him going someplace where he's going to have a developmental project. No, I agree. That's why the, the, the rumor is the leader in the clubhouse is the Chargers. Give up the snow for the wonderful weather in San Diego, Los Angeles. And he's got Justin Herbert, who's, who's a very good quarterback. Not great, but very good. That seems like a, a right choice, yes? I agree. I, I mean, to me, I, well, you know, like I said, I don't know what Bill's going to do, but if, if I was him, I wouldn't want to go someplace unless I had somebody – like a Justin Herbert, and he's really the only one out there. When you look at the teams, Atlanta, you got a rookie. Carolina, you got a rookie. Uh, here we have, uh, you know, they're probably going to draft a rookie. You've got a young guy down, uh, you don't know what's going to happen in Tennessee. Uh, I think Antonio Pierce has done a great job out there with the Raiders in, in Las Vegas. I, I think he's done an outstanding job getting this football team squared away and running in the right direction and moving in the right direction. But, you know, there's – we're probably not done with the carnage yet as far as coaches go. There's probably three, two or three more. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the question is, is who plays quarterback? Mm-hmm. You know, with the Jets, you know, I know, you know, Woody Johnson has said everybody's coming back. Well, you know, how long will Aaron go? You're going to go, you're going to go looking again. You know, uh, will Zach Wilson all of a sudden, uh, you know, and it maybe sits a year and, and something happens, but Again, that cycle continues. We don't have enough quarterbacks. It, there aren't enough. There's 32 teams. And I think I think the number is somewhere in the 60s of quarterbacks that have started this year. I mean, you, you look, for example, just, just one example, is you got Easton Stick was the quarterback for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers in this game. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's, I, I'm, I'm yeah. looking at different yeah. names. Yeah. I'm looking at different names of different guys. And I just sort of mentioned Easton's name because it's not one I recognize. Nobody does. Nobody. In fact, the coach that morning had to be told who his quarterback was. But on a fun note, there's a guy that's experiencing great success. I, you know, I talked earlier. Jim Harbaugh, I think, will leave Michigan after tonight, win or lose. And the last time he coached in the NFL, he had great success. He took the 49ers to the Super Bowl, and he made that very controversial decision to bench his veteran quarterback, Alex Smith, in favor of a young guy who I can't stand now, and that would be Colin Kaepernick. That was the last time uh, the Niners were in the Super Bowl. Excuse me, they, 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 that he was at the Super Bowl when the Niners lost to the Ravens. And the quarterback for the Ravens that day was Joe Flacco, who's your age. And he's out there still having big games for the Cleveland Browns. How about that? that? Isn't that so great? I mean, you look at the Browns and the Texan game. You've got Joe Flacco on one side and C.J. Stroud on the other. You, I mean, you basically cover 
oh, what? Um, three generations. Years, <laughs> three, almost three, generations, three generations, and they're playing. And it's, uh, you know, and, and you look at it, the playoffs, too, it's interesting because will the Chiefs decide to hold on to the football? They could become, you know, a power. Will the Buffalo Bills, will Josh Allen, you know, stop making the mistakes that he's made that basically have been an issue and, you know, and then become spectacular at the end and do what you need to do. Uh, the Packers are the youngest team, I believe, in football going into Dallas to play them. The Steelers, you just have to be so excited for Mike Tomlin. 17 years, never had a losing record, and now they're playing the Bills. And then, of course, the Rams and Lions, you got, you know, Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff and the Eagles, who knows what they're doing, uh, going in and playing the Bucks down there. I mean, it's an ex- going to be an exciting weekend. I agree. Yeah, and I, really exciting. You mentioned Tomlin. I mean, I think DeMarco wraps up Coach of the Year because of the job he's done in Houston with a rookie quarterback, but no one could convince Actually, me. My, my choice is Kevin Stefanski. Okay, Cleveland, good one too. But no one could convince me based in August that the Steelers had 10-win talent, and yet uh, here they are back in the playoffs, like you said. With uh, with ten wins, I want to talk about your team because it's it's kind of sad. Look, I mean, I never hated the Redskins. I've been to games in Washington. I hate the Eagles. I hate their fans. I hate Dallas. Redskins were different. I don't know. It was just they were good games. You guys were good guys. You know, <laughs> you're a man that hates. It's a new year, Sid. <laughs> no, I still hate the Eagles, and I don't care if it's a new year. I hate. The, I <laughs> but I like you guys. You guys, you know, you, you let us win a couple of games. Very nice of you. Um, but, but but you guys in those seventies and eighties with Gibbs and you and, and as I said, even further with the Rippins and the Doug Williams, the standard of excellence, and it's been. A long time. I mean, I know you're probably friends with Daniel Snyder, but he was a disaster. Now you got this new ownership. Let's see what they do. For starters, go back to Redskins, not Commanders. That's stupid. But uh, on a secondary level, when will this team, what do they have to do to get back to being a big-time football team? You know, it's funny. In our business, um, you can go from last to first in a heartbeat. Now, in this division, it's going to be a challenge because the Cowboys are a very talented football team. The Giants proved over the last month of the season that um, they can be one tough out. And the Eagles, you know, who's going to stay, who's going to go? Uh, they're, I don't, they don't even know who they are. Uh, as far as Washington goes, you've got a, a fair amount of cap money, somewhere between 75 and $90 million, I think, in cap money. You've got the second pick in the draft. I think um, with, you've got five in the first 100. I think one of the glaring weaknesses of this football team has been to find an offensive line that uh, doesn't get run over. I mean, in, in Sam Howell's defense, and he's, he's a young kid, never seen a lot of stuff, but he got sacked close to almost 70 times. But that doesn't even count the hits, Sid. That's just, that's just sacked. Right. And then you've you got to figure there's another 100-plus times where he's been beat up in the pocket and, and taken a pounding. So – um, you know, I think the line is a place they have to go, but it's a football team that has what's called draft capital to be able to make a difference. They've got money from a free agency standpoint. And the one thing about the commanders, as they are referred to today, mm-hmm. I was a Washington Redskin and very proud of it, Damn right. um, was the fact that they, they, they're, they're in a position where they have that opportunity to be able to pick and choose right now, which is probably tougher than a lot of things because you need a lot. Yep. So so you need a lot. Now yep. all of a sudden you got to figure out what's the priority going forward. And you know they'll they'll you don't know what they're going to do with their general managership. You don't know what they're going to do 
obviously from a coaching standpoint, who is going to be the person that comes in and plays. So, you know, there's, there's a lot going on uh, on this football team. And I mean, you look at the games, they almost beat the Eagles twice. Right. They, they went toe to toe with the Giants. I mean, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but this football team was probably three plays a game away from having a better record. Yeah, I've been hearing that for 20 years. Yeah. 20 years I've been hearing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> there's no moral victories, as you know, on Sundays yeah, in the NFL. Exactly right. There's W's and L's. Right. I mean, you go from Sonny Jurgensen to Billy Kilmer to Joe Theismann, you win a damn football game, damn it. Enough of this, uh, we were close. I mean, it's got, you guys got to fix that down there. Now, most importantly, Joe, one of the reasons why I love you is – you, your football knowledge is superior to just about everybody on this show, including Phil Sims. I'll tell Phil that. If I call Sims right now and tell him, Theismann knows more about the NFL than he does. Um, but, but you're also. <laughs> By the way, I, I like his glasses. I, I, like, I like him too. Yeah, he looks very, very, very scholarly yes. with his glasses yes. when he works. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he never got better than a B at Morehouse State. That's a whole other story, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but you are a very successful businessman. You've come on my show for the better part of 15 years, talking about your restaurants in Washington. You should talk about how Obamacare was killing you to try to provide your employees with health insurance. You've talked about the state of the economy time and time again, whether it's CNBC or Fox Business. So on the way out, let's get serious. Uh, depending upon who you talk to, they still say, all of them, that were faced with a recession not that far down the road, that the economy, despite Biden yelling and screaming about how successful Bidenomics is, is anything but. How does Joe Theismann feel about the economy today? Well, first of all, said I I don't get into politics I know. anymore. I, know. I, I, I think know. we're I think you know we're um, I think we're at a crossroads as a country. There's there's so much divisiveness in so many different aspects of life, um, and, and it's it's a company it's a country that needs to be united. It's a country that needs to take a step back and look at the things that need to be fixed. Not only look at them, but start moving in the direction. Uh, you know, politically, who knows what's going to happen going forward? Um, like I say, I, I don't really, you know, I'd much rather talk to you about the NBA or hockey or baseball. I love the change in the rules in baseball. What are the rules going to have to be changed in football? As far as the economics go, it's been, you know, at the end of the year, it was a big run for the market. Uh, now we have to see how it settles out. And, you know, what are they going to do with interest rates, um, home sales, um, you know, electric cars? I mean, you, you know, when it comes to the EVs, electric vehicles, you have to think, is, there an, is the grid big enough in this country to be able to handle what, potentially could be a draw on it right. and what will that do going forward so there are so many different elements of life that uh, i think we all have to take a step back but the one thing we should do is respect one another's opinion instead of instead of turning everything into a confrontation respect someone else's opinion do you, if you agree or disagree that's certainly your choice and your opinion uh and and move forward move forward as a nation Right now, there are there are forces in the world that uh, that are challenging us as a nation, and we need to be strong together to be able to to, to fight them. How's the golf game? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, I'm, down, I'm up to six though. I'm up to you're up to, up to oh my wow. Yeah, I'm just really upset. I can't putt. I can't. You can't, I can't putt. Make a four footer. Yeah. <laughs> are you still out there every year in Lake Tahoe with Emmett Smith and the rest of those guys at that tournament? Yes. Or, yeah. Yes, the American the American Century Investment Golf Tournament. They've done a fabulous job. Yeah. One thing about American American Century, just to give you an idea of what this company is all about, 
they they give away they donate over 40 percent of their net profits to the stour institute in kansas city for research on disease 40 percent of their net profits you understand net and gross and so you think about 40 percent of the net profit goes to uh to basically charity to be able to do research uh to try and help the world and that's that's what makes it such a great Mm. company to me And, and they do a fabulous job with that tournament i mean it's Great. It's great golf, but yep. it's great fellowship. It That's is. Thing. I, you know, it's like being at a Pro Bowl every year. Yeah. You're with, you're with the best in every aspect of entertainment. True. Whether it's movies, whether it's music, whether it's television, whether it's at all the different sports. Even politics. Uh, I mean, heck, I saw Dan Quayle there a couple of times. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's been out over the years. I know. I know. Uh, so last one in the final 60 seconds, um, the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas coming up. February the 11th, and I covered about 17 of those with Scott Kaplan and Craig Carton and others. And I would see my, my man Joe Theismann walking up and down those uh, those rows, uh, talking to certain radio guys about everything from prostate stuff to uh, colon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the penis stuff. I mean, what the... <laughs> Will you be on Radio Row in Vegas this year? Your mouth is unbelievable. I mean, you are, you ought to call it, you know... Sid's unfiltered show. That's what it should be called. Oh, but, but did, 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 I not, did I not learn from my guy, I miss very, very well, Joe Watt? Yes, you did. Don, Don taught you well. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be out in Vegas this year? Or, or probably not. I'm planning on it, yes. I'm planning on being yeah. out there uh, for the Super Bowl, uh, you know, checking, hopefully get a wander around. Radio Row and say hello to all my friends. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you uh, back today, Joe. You really are one of my favorites. I mean, Joseph Abood is freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, I love Joe Theismann. I miss him. So please come back more often uh, through the Super Bowl. Okay, pal? I will, buddy. Take care of yourself. You have too. a great New Year. God bless you, Joe Theismann. You too. I love that man. That's a great quarterback, a smart man. More Americans like Joe Theismann. I mean this sincerely. More Americans like Joe Theismann. Our country's got a shot. 